0: Welcome to Straight White American Jesus. My name is Brad Onishi, and uh, our show is hosted in partnership with the Cap Center at UCSB. This is a very special episode uh, for many reasons. One, because my guest uh, is amazing and, and does amazing work on homeschooling and other issues, but also because we are doing this interview live uh, in person. For the it's the first time I've done an in person interview since 2019, so it's very exciting. Uh, let me start by uh, saying thank you to my guest, making it out and coming to meet me in person, and that is Ryan Stoller. So, Ryan, thanks for being here. Thank you, Brad. So, Ryan is a writer and um, and somebody an advocate and uh, an activist. He's writing a book about child liberation theology and is also the co-founder of Homeschoolers Anonymous. He's also writing about... Um, homeschooling and his experiences there. He has an MHS in Child Protection from Nova Southeast University and an MA in Eastern Classics from St. John's College. He served on the board of and run numerous social media campaigns for child advocacy organizations, including the Child Friendly Faith Project, the Coalition for Responsible Home Education, and homeschool alumni reaching out. Homeschooled from kindergarten through high school graduation, Ryan worked over eight years as a public communications educator to high school students in homeschooling communities, his advocacy work on behalf of homeschooled students has been featured in national and international media and academia, including The Guardian, The American Prospect, CQ Researcher, Christian Science Monitor, Washington Post, Georgetown Law Journal, Texas Observer, New Yorker, ProPublica, and Oxford University Press. Today, we're going to talk about a range of issues, but we're going to start by just talking about his experience as somebody who uh, was homeschooled from kindergarten all the way to high school. And we're going to end up talking about something that I know is on the minds of many of you who are listening, and that is what's happening with the Duggars and the Duggar case and um, how that relates to homeschooling spaces and so on and so forth. So, Ryan, let me just start by asking you about your story. Can you tell us about Growing up, where did that happen? Uh, We're we're in California. We're in the Bay Area. You grew up around here. What did that look like? And then what did it look like in terms of schooling? What was your day-to-day like as somebody who was being homeschooled? Why did your parents want to homeschool you? So tell us about you.
1: Yeah, so I grew up uh, right here in California in the Bay Area. Uh, My parents wanted to homeschool. You know, they, they tell me that it was because they were not satisfied with the local public schools I have never actually uh, probed them deeper on that, you know, whether that was due to academics or if there was some racial issue going on there. Um, I have no idea, but they thought that they could do a better job. And it was actually my dad that originally wanted to do it, and he had to convince my mom to do it. And then, of course, my mom took over and did most of the work, as normally happens. Interacted with people outside of our, you know, subculture. And that's something that I've come to realize, you know, we weren't exactly socialized very well. I used to think we were because we, I used to think socialization was this issue of being around other people and learning how to talk and interact. But it's really about getting a broader perspective on life and interacting with people that are different from you. And we definitely did not do that. Our homeschool group was pretty white, Pretty middle class, so and that's pretty normal for homeschooling families. Um, and it was definitely religious. And my parents are evangelical Christians; they still are. Uh, they're definitely very conservative. My dad grew up uh, playing Rush Limbaugh on the radio. Uh, anytime we went to visit him at work, you know, the drive to and from was always Rush Limbaugh. Uh, and to this day, he still has his his uh, web page. The like default web page is the Drudge Report.
0: Looking back, what was a sign for you or or a time that you realized that what you were learning was vastly different than what people might have been learning in a public school?
1: I had no idea until I, I left that world. Honestly, um, we grew up using. Uh, textbooks about, you know, America's providential history, which is, and it's really Christian nationalism. It's teaching that the United States was founded as a Christian nation and that uh, even more extreme, you know, a lot of people would talk about how like the Bible was the founding document of uh, America, that the founding fathers based all the, the constitution, the declaration specifically on the Bible, and they try to proof text that. Uh, David Barton is probably the key person, uh, on that project. Um, so we, we grew up with all of that. We grew up, uh, listening to little bear Wheeler. He was a guy that did like drama performances of different historical periods. And they all, of course, were from a evangelical perspective. Um, and our science was certainly, uh, all creationism, yeah. um, I would say I would say, in general, my, my home the academic part of my homeschooling experience was adequate, but not with the science. Um, anything that involved science or math, honestly too, uh, those things were definitely lacking. Yeah. For math, we had to use do like self-study. We never had teachers or tutors. Uh, my parents just gave us the textbooks, and they gave us the answer keys. And, <laughs> I freely admit that I did look at the answer key numerous times and cheated. Your sins are forgiven. Yeah. Okay. Thank you.
0: (laughs) I want to come back to what fueled uh, the homeschooling movement, what inspired people like your parents to start uh, along this route. But you were raised in a homeschooling generation where there was an idea of Generation Joshua. What is that?
1: So Generation Joshua, it's, it's two things. One... It's a uh, nonprofit uh, organization started by the Homeschool Legal Defense Association. That's the uh, most powerful homeschool lobbying organization here in the United States. And they started this organization basically to train up young people to enter into politics. And that's, that's one aspect of Generation Joshua is this uh, movement to... Groom people to enter into politics, and then the other aspect of it is this metaphor, and that is that it comes from you know the story of Moses and uh, Joshua, and the Moses generation is the homeschooling parents. They've come to realize that something was wrong with the public school system, and so they left and. The, they're raising up the Joshua generation to go on and actually take on the enemies of the land.
0: One of the things that always strikes me about the Generation Joshua idea is is, is the book of Joshua is one of the most violent episodes in the Hebrew Bible. I mean, in, in Joshua, God commands the Israelites to essentially go in and slaughter people who are living in Canaan, including women and children. I'm wondering if that kind of war uh, mentality played into the Generation Joshua ideology that you learned? Was there a sense of battle, of conflict, or was it just the idea that the parents were the Moses generation and y'all were the Joshuas?
1: I think there was absolutely a sense of us versus them. And uh, that uh, Michael Ferris, who founded the Homeschool Legal Defense Association, he wrote a book Um, about Generation Joshua and in it he talks about you know the whole purpose of the homeschooling movement wasn't just to you know teach kids Christian values that was step one step two is having them actually go in and take over the areas of influence and power and he talks very directly that you know they homeschool graduates are supposed to be taking on the enemies of land he says enemies frequently. And then the entire book is dedicated to looking at the different enemies that we have to uh, confront. And that would be enemies in journalism, enemies in uh, education, enemies in science.
0: Thanks for listening to this free preview of our Swag episode. In order to get access to the full episode and so much more, become a Straight White American Jesus premium subscriber by clicking the link in the show notes. It'll take you like two clicks, I promise. In addition to getting access to this episode, you'll have access to the entire Swag Archive, over 550 episodes. You'll also get an extra episode every month, ad-free listening, Discord access, and so much more. All that for less than six bucks a month, and it helps us keep our flag up and continue to safeguard democracy from religious nationalism, extremism, and rising authoritarianism. Check it out. It's not hard. I promise.